As consumers, we are bombarded by it at every turn, like the Incredible Hulk being bombarded by gamma rays. But what makes some media endure, while others are banished to the forgotten black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again? Who or what decides this? Hetero life mate Steve and Yehel want to know, and they want to know now. This is Obscurity Now. now, now, now. And what's up, Obscurians? It's time for another episode of Obscurity Now, the show where we take a look at weird and almost forgotten pieces of media, and we decide if they should be thrown into the void of obscurity or remembered for all of human history. I'm one of the hosts, Steve, and with me, his WMAC master's name is uh, Yehel, the <laughs> dater of many women. I don't know. It's... Really, really thought this through. Uh, my name is Yahel Steve. That's it. Always has been. It always <laughs> what? will. What you mean? You didn't just make it up because it sounds cool? Uh, no, Steve. I, I, I did not. But uh, yeah, that's a, a line from uh, this. Uh, there's a lot. There's, there's a lot of lines about people's names and nicknames. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It was very <laughs> important that you know the reason why everyone has their nickname in. The very first episode of WMAC Masters, which is the show we are going to actually do a live watch through uh, in just a few moments. Uh, so, yeah, let's just get right into it. Uh, have you ever even seen this show or even heard of it before I brought it to you? I mean, I think like I had. I've never watched mm -hmm. it for sure. I don't. I'm not even sure if I like saw commercials for it as a kid. It did look familiar once I like. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it, it looked like Mortal Kombat. That's why. <laughs> yeah, this is like this. This is like if rest, professional wrestling, Mortal Kombat, and Power Rangers all kind of had like a baby. Yes, that, uh, that's a very good uh, description um, right there. Uh, I can tell you, back in the day, I at least caught one, maybe two episodes think this is one of those that probably um they were running way too early uh for me to wake up and watch at least um do you like what were your i mean i remember back then even watching it as a young lad being like eh, this is kind of cool but maybe not i don't do you remember your initial thoughts when you saw a commercial back then i don't know because i'm not even sure i saw oh, a commercial really? uh I think, though, I think I would have probably thought this looks lame uh, and turned it off I, <laughs> or not. Watched. I think uh, I think you might be right there. Um, but uh, I was really surprised, um, you know, going through the research here that, I mean, this thing actually lasted two seasons. There's action figures. And I mean, really, I thought that this was just like, I don't know, they did like a couple episodes and it didn't fly and it just sort of got a. Uh, swept under the rug of obscurity but i guess i was wrong yeah i and uh when i was looking into the show a little bit i mean honestly i was kind of surprised by some of the people behind the show mm -hmm. uh and because at first i was like how did this <laughs> you know oh I, i'll tell you how and then once i saw like some of the people involved in it i'm like oh okay i see right well how this uh some people about. were like hmm wow video games fighting video games are really popular how can we cash in uh but uh yeah well you know it's funny that you said you know this looks like uh mortal Kombat. uh <laughs> did you notice something about uh Hosung Pat? oh yes you mean Liu kang himself from the original mortal Kombat? yeah yeah and yeah well not only that but i mean he's Liu kang from the video right. games like not yeah the that's movies. yep thank you for uh, clarifying that's what i meant to say yeah yeah, so uh, pretty cool that they uh, got him in mm -hmm. uh, in there. And, you know, I, we'll go over the cast later. But, yeah, I, I was like, not only does this feel like Mortal Kombat and looks like it, it's the guy from Mortal right? Kombat. Right, and there's more connections than that. Uh, I was looking at uh, some of the comments on the video that we're about to watch, and I'm pretty sure this is accurate. Um, the... Akeem the Machine was in Mortal Kombat 1. Um, 
he is just like a random guy who fights, I think, Luke Kang. Uh, and when, you know, before he gets to the actual. You mean yeah, the, movie, the movie Mortal Kombat? <laughs> this this okay. is so confusing. Yes. Uh, the original movie yeah, from I, the 90s. I, I was like, what? This guy's not in Mortal Kombat. The yeah, video yeah, but game. do you recognize him from the movie? You know, he looked familiar, uh, but uh, no, All I right. do not remember. Well, like, I, I don't know why. Let's. Uh, but that must be. Yeah, why. well, let's dive into WMAC Masters. Welcome to your feature presentation. Um, I've got a slideshow. Might as well put it up there. Um, oop, and I forgot to bring up my notes. Just give me one second. <laughs> um, so, uh, I, did you ever see any of the actual, like, action figures on the shelf? Because I never did. No, no, I never. I, I again, I didn't know much about the show's even existence, hmm. so no. <laughs> I see. Did uh, did you ever see that? Well, no, you said you did. You never. Nope. Saw it. I mean, all I knew about the show in the '90s was, uh, or all I experienced from it was, like one and a half episodes. And uh, speaking of, this show premiered September sixteenth, nineteen ninety-five. As I said, it lasted uh, two seasons from ninety-five to ninety-six, a total of twenty-six episodes. I'd be interested to see uh, how the story progresses. <laughs> throughout the entirety of the 26 episodes. Uh, and uh, here's a synopsis for WMAC Masters. For centuries, each of the various martial arts disciplines declared its techniques superior to those of the competing combat arts. But there existed no forum in which to prove these claims. Finally, the Grand Masters set aside their differences and formed a governing body. The NWA, I mean the World Martial Arts Council, which <laughs> that's what WMAC stands for. And it's to determine the greatest martial artists on Earth. And uh, the episode we are going to watch is called Meet the Masters. <laughs> uh, and the synopsis is as follows. Machine battles Great Wolf and Red Dragon battles Superstar. The winners of these matches will face off in the Battle Dome. In addition, we learn about Hakeem the Machine Alston's background. And uh, this uh, show was created by Carlin West, and this is the only thing he ever did in the industry, according to IMDb. And uh, Alfred Kahn, who uh, also produced the Pokemon movie, Ultraman Taiga, and The Swan Princess. Um... Are you familiar with any of that wow. stuff? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, probably for the best. So uh, this was uh, yeah. actually directed by uh, Isaac Florentine. Do you remember where we heard that name before? No. And in fact, um... I would say this previous show, and it was only from a few months back, is what kind of... Uh, hipped us to WMAC Masters, which also featured some uh, not-so-great choreographed martial arts. Any guesses? Uh, oh, Tattoo Teenage Alien Bingo, Fighters. you got it. Uh, so I... Yeah, well, funny enough, I mean, I, I know we're not quite into the, uh, the, the cast mm -hmm. here yet, but uh, the guy that plays Panther, he did stunts for Tattoo Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. I believe it. Yeah, I'm sure uh, Isaac has his uh, people that he likes to work with. And uh, despite the shows that we've reviewed of uh, directed by Isaac Florentine, he's actually a well-revered and sought-after director. He directs a lot of Scott Atkins um, martial arts movies like Ninja 1 and 2, Undisputed 2, and then uh, other sort of kids shows, Power Rangers, Time Force, and of course the aforementioned Tattooed Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. Um, and this was actually uh, written, actually the entire series was written by Norman Grossfeld. And he's known for, <laughs> this. Might, we might have to check this out, The Crypt Keeper's Creepy Cook-Off. You ever hear that? Wow. Yeah. No, I can't. I can't say that I ever have. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! The movie. Is it a cooking show? Yeah, I guess. It's probably like a special, I'd imagine. 
uh, Gogo's Crazy Bones, and uh, yeah, that's basically it for him. Um, why don't you tell me some of the cast members of WMAC Masters? Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm going to start off with the host, Shannon Lee. Did you look up anything about Shannon I Lee? I know that she is the daughter of uh, Bruce Lee. Um, yeah. And uh, she. I remember that was a big deal. I think the few times I actually saw a commercial for WMAC Masters, they made sure to mention that it was uh, hosted by Bruce Lee's daughter. Yeah. And she didn't do a whole lot uh, acting-wise. Oh, <coughs> excuse me. But uh, she's she has been in a few martial arts movies, uh, including uh, Dragon, the Bruce Lee story, mm-hmm. but she's just like a background. Right. It says that she just played a party singer. Uh, she was executive producer on uh, several uh, Bruce Lee-related, like, films uh and like shorts and that kind of stuff uh, warrior and warrior in there yep great show in there isn't kurt angle in that no oh it's a great show Kurt angle is not in warrior (laughs) i I think he's in a movie called yeah probably yeah uh but anyways uh the bruce lee project is something that's coming up some tv series so she is milking the lee name for all it's worth and uh i don't blame no i would too no um, but yeah, she plays the host uh, as herself. Actually, everybody here plays themselves. Yeah, pretty much. Because uh, basically, all of the fighters have like their real name, their shoot name, brother, <laughs> uh, and then they've got like their worker name, right. which is like Panther or Turbo stuff like that. But for their real names, it's the real actors' names, mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah. And I wonder if that was like the producers trying to. Uh, you know, let these guys and girls on the show make a name for themselves. Sure. Uh, by using the real names because, uh, you know, obviously, like, some of these people, like, that are involved in the show, um, you know, they work in martial arts movies or, or they're martial artists themselves. Yeah, yeah. So they, they're probably pretty pro-employee, uh, pro-cast right. on the show, I would assume. I will say one thing, though, and, uh, I mean, and I guess we will see this, is that, I feel like they kind of had a hard time like figuring out if this was like a work or a shoot. Um, do you get what I mean? No. Well, like, okay. Cause I think, I mean, it's obviously like it's presented like if it's a real tournament. But, all right. There's just some uh, things that are so fantastic that I guess it just doesn't really make sense, but we'll, uh, we'll get to that later. Okay. Um, anyways, I'm not going to go over the entire cast because they're not really all in the episode anyway. Yeah, just so give I'm us the go guys who are in this more. one. Right. So we've got Ho Sung Pak, who we mentioned earlier is Liu Kang in the first couple of Mortal Kombat video games. His uh, his WMAC Masters nickname, as they call him on the show, is Superstar. Mm-hmm. Very creative. Yeah. Uh, we've got Chris uh, Casamasa. He plays Red Dragon. Oh, I'm sorry. I should mention uh, Ho Sung Pak. Uh, he was in several like martial arts related like uh, shows and movies. Uh, he was in Blood Rain, which I just watched the other day, oddly well, enough, why? for the first time. <laughs> uh, I was watching it with someone who's really uh, into Blood Rain. Uh, and their first tattoo was a Blood and Rain now tattoo. They hate, it. they hate the franchise. <laughs> But uh, anyways, they had mentioned I didn't know that there was a Blood Rain movie. Oh, I never two. watched it. So it was just kind of like there's three. Oh wow. There's there's a more recent one called Blood Rain: The Third Reich. Mm. Uh, we're gonna go through all of them, and uh, honestly, it was pretty fun. It's stupid, historically inaccurate as hell, but uh, it, it was pretty fun. But as he's also done a bunch of stunts, and that seems to be what he mostly does mm. now is stunts. Mm. Um, moving on, we've got. Chris uh, Casamasa, he plays, uh, his nickname is Red Dragon. Um, He started off in Karate Kid, which I thought was pretty Mm -hmm. interesting. Uh, He was also in something called Mortal Kombat Federation of Martial Mm -hmm. Arts. Interesting. Which is described as just a video, so I don't know, it might be like a fan thing. But uh, yeah, he's um, also done a few stunts, but the guy really hasn't like worked uh, that much. Uh, His last thing was in 2013. Uh, moving on, we've got Hakeem Alston, who plays Machine or The Machine. Right. Uh, 
Anyways, uh, and you know what I thought was interesting is that like in the show we're gonna see he's his, his discipline is Taekwondo, like he has like a whole thing where they like cover him like learning Taekwondo and in real life that's what he started training in mm-hmm. as well, uh, Taekwondo much like a young Yehel. But I don't know if you know this, Steve. I, I I'm a real black belt in Taekwondo. I did not know that. I don't know if you knew. Wow. That. Any yeah, other uh, any other Taekwondo. secrets you're hiding from me? I have to know everything. I'm sure there's many, many <laughs> secrets. But yeah, I was in Taekwondo, I think from like 11 to like, I don't know, 14 so or 15. I, I know I stopped. On a scale of like 10 to 100, how much do you love Andrew Tate? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what you MMA uh, guys are all about, right? <laughs> it's not Top MMA. G. It's Taekwondo, brother. Uh, well... I don't think he'll be. Uh, we'll be hearing from him anytime soon. Thankfully, <laughs> he's in a uh, void of obscurity right but, uh, now, called the clutches of some yeah. government. Yeah, Cro- uh, Romanian right. prison, Romanian jail. Uh, anyways, but uh, yeah, uh, I was at black belt uh, in Taekwondo, and I'll. Uh, I very clearly remember my first tournament because the other yellow belts, because I was a yellow belt at the time, that they had for me to face was much smaller mm-hmm. than me. Uh, and presumably much younger too. And I kicked him once and he fell and started crying. And I, that was the end of that. And whoa, I'm like, whoa. All right. So <laughs> I'm not the one who should be called Savage Steve. <laughs> Call back to last week's episode. <laughs> Savage Hell over here is beating up nine year olds in a Taekwondo tournament. Well, I was like 11. So oh, I mean, 11. That's hey, much better. His parents. And here's the kicker his parents paid for him to get right. Beat up. Well, hey, I mean, hopefully um, he became stronger, better, blah, 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 blah. Or no, and that guy became Andrew Tate. The end. End of story. End of episode. We're I, done. And I didn't even kick him hard because I felt bad because he was little. He was smaller mm-hmm, than me. Mm-hmm. So I just gave him one kick to the chest and... You're, you're what toxic masculinity is all about, you hell Velasquez. I started with that one <laughs> kick. The toxic kick heard around the world. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, he's done some Mortal Kombat. Oops, I just clicked off his page. But yeah, I think he was, uh, like you mentioned, he was also in Mortal the Kombat, uh, yes. the film, playing a background guy, blah, blah, blah. We've got uh, the other two people I want to mention is Eric Betts. Uh, he plays Panther. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really have a lot of lines in this episode, but uh, it looks like he's got the most successful career out of everybody mm-hmm. else, at least in the acting world. Uh, both as an actor and doing stunts. He's got stuff from 2022, you know, he's lots of credits, 50, 85 as a stunt person. And as an actor, 58. Nice. Uh, most recently, he was in Will and Grace, <laughs> the reboot in 20. And that was... Or not the reboot, the, I guess they just made like a new season. That was the end of his anyway. acting career. Yeah, well, he's still doing stunts, which is primarily right. what he does. So um, then we've got... Uh, I do not want to discuss that guy. Then we, <laughs> that's sort of weird, right? Then we've got Bridget Riley, who we also see b- very briefly as uh, Lady Doll. Excuse me, Baby Doll. <laughs> lady Doll. Um, <laughs> lady Boy. I don't know why I said Lady <laughs> yeah, Well, it's because like the person underneath her on IMDb plays Lady right. Lightning. But Bridget uh, has also kept herself uh, pretty busy. She's got uh, some stuff as an actress as recently as last mm. year. Uh, she has 58 acting, excuse me, stunt credits. Uh, so yeah, she's kept herself pretty busy, but Steve, you might know her from either Star Trek Enterprise (laughs) doing stunts there or from Star Trek, uh, beyond where she also did stunts. I thought I recognized her. Um, yeah, yeah. So she was a stunt double, uh, there. So, uh, and that is the entire cast. Ah, oh no, we've just entered another Star Trek connection. Ah. So, uh, Steve, you, 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 you looked almost mad that I found a Star Trek connection. Just surprised. I mean, <laughs> you, were running the you do it every time. It's amazing. Um, but what about, uh, you don't feel a need to mention uh, Tsunami? I mean, we saw quite a bit of him in this. Uh... You know what? It, oh, yeah. Tsunami is here. Sorry, I, f- I forgot about him. Yeah, so Tsunami is played by Hind Wen, I believe. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. 
uh, who plays Tsunami. And I love the explanations of uh, like the nicknames, which you know we'll, we'll get into. But uh, yeah, he hasn't done much as an actor. He was in Lethal Weapon 4. <laughs> Uh, that came out in 1998. Uh, so, uh, and um, yeah, some stunt stuff uh, he, as recently as 2018. But he only has like five acting, five stunt credits. Oh wait, so didn't do a lot of stuff. But I he... see something on his uh, personal site. Um, apparently, he beats up children in karate tournaments. There you go. That's ah, what he perfect, does now. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Andrew nice. Tate supporter. He was in a lot of episodes of Power Rangers as a putty mm, patrol. Ah, poor bastard. <laughs> but hey, money. Yeah, there was somebody else from the cast. I don't remember who that was also. Money's money, though, something. right? Yeah. Uh, and that uh, is right, the cast. You, uh... Well, the cast that we're concentrating on for sure, this. Sure, sure. All right, you ready to watch this thing? Let's do okay. it. Okay. Uh, all right, there's that's there. Okay, and back at the all right. Oh, hold on. All right, let me go. One, two. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This so, so if, for those uh, following along, I guess this will be a countdown for you guys too to be able to watch. Yeah. Sorry. Right, here we go. One, two, three. Play. They're the world's greatest martial artists competing for the ultimate prize. Pretty. <laughs> Whenever that thing explodes, I don't know. It just kind of cracks me up. Yeah. Oh, when I was saying. Actually, let me let me know. When uh, when I was talking about how like, oh, this is a baby between you know wrestling and Mortal Kombat, yada yada. I I also forgot to mention and Iron Chef. Oh yeah, there you go. So we're at the WMAC headquarters, and now we're I guess in the dojo area. Um, Tsunami and Great Wolf are sparring. Yeah, I guess Great Wolf just always wears his. Well, Tsunami's wearing his uh, outfit too. Yeah, and so his machine is we're about yeah. to see. But they don't wear it. He doesn't wear it to fight. And then this is Red Claw, like this, I don't know, southern-sounding guy. And but, Yeah, they're basically just talking about why they all have their nicknames. It's, uh, I mean, I feel... Oh, and then now they want to find out Hakeem's nickname, and he's just standing there staring. I guess he's supposed to be meditating, wearing his full, like, cyborg armor. Yeah, this is. What do you call yourself? I love the thing over his eye, like a oh, board. Oh yeah, yeah. This is all very but, a glacier. <laughs> I mean, the thing over his eye is that just from like a Looks like it, yeah. <laughs> I like this aerial shot of Universal. Like, I feel like in the ni- mid '90s they were shooting so much stuff at Universal in Florida, but I guess now not so much. What does yeah. their uh, arena? Because now, all right, now we're in the arena. Hakeem Machine approaches, and uh, the other guy. Which? Who's the other guy? Is that Tsunami? By the way, we should talk about how, like, when they asked Machine about his nickname, why they call him the Machine, his response was, you're about to find yes, out. Oh, yeah, it's Great Wolf. He's about to fight Great Wolf. They're each uh, walking down corridors that happen to be lit to, I guess, whatever colors sort of coincide with their sort of... Yeah. This arena looks cool. It reminds me of a Lucha Underground. You remember that? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, I didn't go over Grey Wolf, Great Wolf's actor, Jamie Webster, because this is the only thing he mm. ever did. Poor bastard. So this is weird, because like... Yeah, no stunts, no nothing They're in else. their arena here, and now they're saluting, I guess, who's supposed to be a, a master, WMAC master. They never really explained who this guy is. And there's a live crowd there, and then they just walk out of the arena. <laughs> I was so confused. Yeah. I, I love how at the top, Turbo is sitting like Shao Kahn does in the Mortal Kombat games. He's like in this big chair. And then now Shannon Lee addresses the crowd. We'll, we'll let her talk for a little bit. Yeah, I thought she was going to do like commentary during the fights. But no. instead, you get a weird, distorted voice. <laughs> yeah. The winner there I will. So the, the whole concept here is like they have these belts. Each fighter has a belt and they have to connect, collect these like medals mm-hmm. from the belt by defeating the other fighters. And once you've defeated, I guess, uh, 
enough fighters to fill up your belt, then you get to face off Turbo. Who I can't remember what his big thing is that he has, but you're trying to win that from him, basically his champion. Right, and then you win the dragon, the dragon star. What do you think of the? Yeah. All right, right now they're showing like um, almost like stats of each character, uh, saying um, like their um, their signature moves, and it looks straight out of Mortal Kombat. Like they, I think they, it's to a detriment. They were trying to be like in this with their energy bars. I was like, you don't need. Like, yeah, dude, there is too much going yeah, too on. Too many theory. rules, and like this part coming up here. All right, so right now they have to fight basically jobbers, aka Putty Patrol. I mean, these are Kabuki warriors. They have to fight them first. And the weird thing is, here is all right. If this is an actual tournament, what if the Kabuki warriors take out one of the regular fighters? Then we won't have a fight. Well, they, they do say that they're trainees mm -hmm. at the WMAC. So I guess the whole point is that these guys are so far out of their league because they're just no trainees chance. that they're not going to... Yeah, I mean, them. that's yeah. why Shannon is here, basically. She tries to, like, sell everything as or explain why it's all there and what they do. Like, she says the, re yeah. the power bars are actually there to um it's from the judges they're the yeah, judges they're judging their technique yeah. speed and um i don't know something else but it's just taking up space on the screen and um so the fight with the kabuki warriors is over and now they're going against each other like when you first started seeing them fighting like the kabuki warriors what did you think about the choreography I mean, honestly, like, I didn't think it was too bad. Just the, the hits are, like, clearly, like, a mile mm -hmm. away. It's like you, very, very Power Rangers. At least the ones to the head. Like, the ones to, like, the chest and stomach, like, they do make a little bit of contact. Mm -hmm. But uh, as far as the fight choreography itself, I, I think it's fine, actually. It's not bad. It's just, it's so dark. Like, they, do you think the lighting is so dark? Because uh, I guess we should say that Hakeem won... Now we're at a uh, commercial break. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the fights are too short. Like, I know they're trying to fit as much as they can into, uh, you know, a 30-minute show. But, uh, I mean, did you think that that fight ended, like, a little abruptly? Yeah, it did end pretty quickly. Uh, I could not understand what oh, these guys yeah. are saying. So now we're back in the dojo, and um, Panther is asking um, Akeem about his nickname, and now Superstar Hosung Pak explains his name. Which is a dumb explanation. Excuse me, machine? So it's so funny because Pac is like, oh yeah, I can't understand what he says exactly. Something about like, when I was with the Chinese, no, they called me. I think me... what he says is that his name in Chinese actually means superstar. So he doesn't have to make up a oh. fake name like Machine because it already fits him so well, I think. But yeah, I had to listen to that line several yeah, okay. times and then I still don't think I fully understand it. There, there, there's several times where like I did not understand what they were saying, and it was just like mumbling. And it's not that like these guys have like thick right. accents or something like that. They're just yeah. kind of mumbling, not Oddly projecting. sort of delivered, yeah. And so yeah, now Superstar is going to go up against uh, Red Dragon. Um, again, they're in. I thought, you know, they were going to be battling in front of a live crowd. You know, sort of, uh, you know, Impact Wrestling style. But okay, so Shannon explains the battle zones. The athletes don't even know where they'll actually compete until they emerge from the underground tunnels. So pay close attention to how each martial artist utilizes the environment in which their match takes place. See, and this is, again, just another weird, oh, we, we should mention that when somebody wins a fight, so they each have like a, well, actually, right now, this arena that they're in, you know what this is? Do you recognize it? More than just a backlot in Universal. I'm pretty sure this is the floor of the um, old uh, King Kong. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. I used to that love ride. that ride. Yeah, yeah I, and this is when I think yeah, it just I'm, gets uh, too fantastic. I mean, I guess you know they try to explain it. To, we're like, oh, we have these like 
wacky places for them to fight to uh so it will test their agility and look at him doing the the Liu Kang spin kick <laughs> he does it so much of this yeah. episode well to be fair I'm sure that like you know Ed Boon and Tobias uh the 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 guys that were um uh created Mortal Kombat were not martial mm -hmm. artists right so these guys from what I understand they did like their own a lot oh, of their I'm own sure. moves uh, when mm -hmm. filming for Mortal Kombat, the video game. So that's probably just a kick that he's yeah. really good at. No, he I mean, there's great. nothing wrong with him doing it. I just think it's so... Uh, this is so obviously derivative of Mortal Kombat, that's all. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm saying Mortal Kombat is derivative <laughs> of him as Whoa, an actor. There you go, mind blown. Uh, but yeah, the as I was yeah. saying, just the... the uh, having the battles in these, like dystopian looking places like this it just it's a little fantastic that's all and then look they just get up and go away because it's more like they're sparring it's it's more like so they're sparring already, they wanted is the to way say I, I that the, the parts with the kabuki warriors and the ninjas were an exhibition then i could buy that but I, what i'm asking is is there a threat here like what's going on I don't know. I don't get it either. But, uh, you know, like, and at first when I was watching this, I'm like, why do they even have these, like, energy mm -hmm. bars? Why are the judges taking away right. points, basically? Because basically these bars represent right. points, and, you know, the judges take away points, which kind of doesn't no. make sense. I think my... So I guess, like, if the if your opponent... Oh, by the way, I love how when somebody wins, their symbol in the arena ejaculates, <laughs> basically. <laughs> it, explodes. it explodes with erotic energy. Or the loser symbol explode, uh, explodes, I guess. But uh, in a way, I guess it makes sense why they have these balls. I'm going to make it make sense. I mean, they... So basically, because uh, this is a kid's show. It's literally produced by right. four kids' production, so they can't knock a guy out. You can't show them bloody. You can't right. do any of that stuff. So how do you decide who the winner is? Mm -hmm. Well, you have this thing where the judge says, okay, you hit that guy X amount of times, or he got hit X amount of times, so now he's out of points or he lost. Yeah. So I actually kind of... No, no, I mean, I, I can agree with that. It's just, um... I don't know. When the guys got up after they blew the little whistle, like, it just... <laughs> Took me out of it a little bit. <laughs> By the way, I love this guy. How Yang Yang? Oh, he's been drawing Yang Yang since he was a kid. That's so bad. Kid. He's still and he's just drawing a Yang Yang at the, at the sad place. thing is like I feel like most Marvel movies are like written this way, where it's just like, oh, why do they call you such and such? Well, because I such and such and. They have to justify everything. I don't know. I got. I got. Kind of don't agree. But, uh, but, I, but I get what you're saying. Like this is very mm -hmm. expository. We know the story behind everybody's nickname. Yeah, it's up yours. That's up, machine. Hey, I'm just here. I'm a woman. I don't need to talk. I haven't always been this calm. Well, I think that the girls. Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, they just didn't have anything for this episode. Finding machine that you see here today. Not so long ago, when I just received my second degree black I did not expect him to get like this huge backstory, <laughs> like in depth yeah. story backstory on the machine here. And the backstory has like a three act structure, like it's crazy how much they fit into like it feels like its right. own it's episode, and it's only like a few minutes yeah, long. It's crazy. Like, do you think it was filler? Like, I mean, not that it's not entertaining i mean at least there's there's fighting in it but do you think a better way for us to get to know like all of the wmac masters is like to instead of telling us why they all have a nickname in one episode maybe drag it out over the season <laughs> yeah that probably would have been better i love that face um, that he makes there something snapped in my head and man i was madder than i'd ever been his his delivery reminds me of the, the, the delivery of people on Beyond Belief Fact or Fiction when they're narrating oh, their story. Yeah, yeah. It's like the exact same. I also like the fact that his uh, sparring partner here, his name is Steve. Yeah, this guy's a very bal Balrog-esque. Commercial break. Ooh, bear, look at that fan shot. Ah, as a fan of noir cinema, I love a good fan shot. So yeah, deep. honestly, I really like the way most of this is, is shot for the most part. Um, 
when the gloves came off, you know, and from like the cinematography, yeah, this, and I, was ready to teach I actually like that it's darkly lit, like and not just this What's scene here, but a lot of the show. I don't know. I'm, I kinda, yeah, some. I like that it's gritty. I don't know if I'd say gritty. Cheaply, cheapy. <laughs> I mean, that that too, but I still think like they. You know, for what it is, I I, I, don't, I feel like it did a lot with the sets I, and the lighting. I mean, I like aspects of this, it. I wish I could like it more. This fight is probably the best mm -hmm. fight from this episode. Like, I don't know if these guys knew each other right. or something. Oh, I'm sure uh, that Steve like, was probably I mean, his sparring partner that, for whatever reason, didn't make the cut on WMAC. I had a lot of time to think things through. Well, because, uh, so like... The machine like throws never, some like really so fast punches mm -hmm. and stuff so here where you really gotta trust right. your partner. Uh, so myself. And I thought it was pretty well choreographed. I mean the the choreography, I mean I'm sure they didn't have a lot of time. It's good for what it is. It's very as I said before, uh, very Power Rangers and I'm sure uh, it, it's better than Power Rangers. I mean it's similar, don't get me wrong, but I, I would say it's actually better. Recovering from the broken arm. I mean, I'd like to see more. The, the fights are over so quickly. Oh, hey, Steve. I mean, that's what you got to be. You got to leave him wanting more, right? Yes, I. I built up a sort of mental. I do agree with you. They are. They do feel too short. The fights, and I do wish that they were longer. The thought that kept going on in my head was like, all right, so we breeze through these fights, and then it'd be like, oh, well, we're gonna get to the last fight, and they're gonna give that one some time, you know, like a main event in a, you know, in a pro wrestling show. But uh, as you're gonna see, doesn't it's only it's got a time limit of two yeah. minutes. So we should actually, but so we should actually recap Hakim's story here. Basically, the thing is when he was uh, first starting off training, uh, he was too competitive, he went too hard. He took on this guy Steve. Steve got the uh, better of him. Um, so they did a rematch by themselves uh, later on with nobody there. And things got out of hand, you know, and Steve, uh, like, basically broke his arm and broke his leg uh, because uh, Hakeem, you know, he, he got too emotional. He got too angry. He wanted to beat him too badly. So, And from that, he learned to be disciplined and like a well-oiled machine, he says. Yeah, well said. Well done. I literally just said it. But uh, I do like that, and he's funny how uh, he's like, oh, uh, you know, I basically like I learned to like not let my emotions get the better of me, and uh, then he says like, why use this? Making a fist when you can use this. Opens his hand to like shake their hands instead. So he's kind of like saying, hey, I'm a pacifist. Unless well, sure. I'm I mean, and then we even I don't at get the end emotion. of the episode. I don't know if you saw it or not, but there's a little. Uh... Someone else addresses really the camera to encourage kids not to fight. It's like, even though you saw all this yeah, cool martial yeah. arts, remember kids, fighting is wrong. And he also says, oh, if you want to learn how to become a martial artist, you know, look up your whatever dojo. This is like the TNA Terror Dome. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, I wonder. I, I wonder if but they... lowering. There's like a rounded metal cage lowering over that. I wonder if they shot in that uh, TNA soundstage. I was actually trying to find that out, which soundstage they shot in. Because I remember uh, when we were waiting in line, they would have the plaques up there of all the shows that shot in there. And I want to say that WMAC Masters was one of them, but I might just want to be saying that. I don't know for sure. Yeah, I'll try to find out, but uh, I'm pretty sure um, that... Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't look like uh, it's oh, available well. online. But maybe we can find out because they use the Legends of the Hidden Temple soundstage. Yeah. Uh, it's the same one that was used for... So we can find out the soundstage for Legends of the Hidden Temple. Find out this. I do like how after this fight, like, they break down, you know, like, some of the strategies that they each Yeah, used. they did some uh, replays that, that were pretty decent. And it was actually cool to, like, see, like, they put some thought into, like, they, they're trying to tell a story mm -hmm. uh, with the fight, so I appreciate it. Yeah. And they can't touch the cage. This fight's a little... I wish, I, actually, like, all the fights were kind of like this instead of the meter. Right. Because in this fight, there's no energy bar. It's points. And uh, they lose points um, by, or you gain a point if you make your opponent touch the cage. 
Yeah. And I like how there's like lightning sound effects. Right. This is like uh, Halloween Havoc, like that, basically. <laughs> or like that TNA lockdown where they did the electrified cage match with like Team 3D. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. What have we been doing with our lives? <laughs> right. But they don't get electrocuted or anything. They don't pretend no, to get electrocuted. No, no. Every... It's... Uh, luckily, uh, no one has to see the outcome of their violent fight. Everyone's like <laughs> good friends afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, I do like uh, how they use like the. Uh, there's like some like platforms that are not part of the cage that they're allowed to use right. and touch. Sudden death. And again, I know this is like not, you know, lit very well, but I, you know, like you said, it's very dark, but I like the lighting used here, like with like those like. I wonder if, mini, uh, if maybe if they did an HD transfer, it would look a lot clearer. It has like a haziness yeah. to it, uh, like a fogginess to it, but I bet there's just like. They just, they so if you're listening, uh, not watching, uh, Superstar, aka Liu Kang, just won. AKA Hosung. Yeah. Oh, we should let this breakdown play. But Hakeem wised up and spun the third time without kicking. When Hosung came up, Hakeem had a surprise waiting just for him. Hosung figured he'd try the same trick later in the match. Hakeem kept on jumping over and ducking under this awesome display of spin kicks. Finally, Superstar went high when Hakeem thought he'd go low. My yeah, so I, I really appreciated that little explanation. Mm -hmm. Like, there's some really good stuff and then just stuff that they sort of overthought, I feel like. I, the, when this goes on the belt, it like spins into place. Did you notice that? I did not. When, when the metal gets put on him, so we'll, we'll see it here yeah. coming up in a second. So Hakeem hands his metal With over to uh, Superstar. Hey, it's because it's, it's magnets. That's why. Yeah, it's got to be yeah. magnetic. Yeah, yeah. But it ended up looking. I'm sure it wasn't on purpose, but it looked cool. So I think the dragon belt looks cool, but the dragon star looks really cheap. Yeah, it looks a little cheap. So we got another. Uh, all right. Uh oh, we Remember, do what's right, don't fight. If you want to learn the martial arts, start by learning the code of the dragon star, and you could become a WMAC master yourself. Mommy, I want to learn violence. <laughs> do, do you know um I, again this is i didn't really cover uh olympus who we saw at the right. end with the uh the message to the kids because he's only done two things but uh did you uh see what his real name is uh i did but i don't remember it he's got the least threatening name herb oh, yeah. herb, Perez. herb well that's when you change your name to vin diesel you know when you got a name like herb yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. All right, you ready to but, render um, your verdict? Uh, yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right, so super, what did I say your name was? Super womanizer, dater, Miguel uh, Velasquez of the WMACs. Uh, do you think that WMAC Master should be um, tossed in the black hole of obscurity? Or uh, remembered for all of human history. Uh, so uh, yeah, the show you know has some faults for sure. Like like you talked about and I talked about. Uh, but I gotta say, Steve, I found myself enjoying this show <laughs> way more than I thought I I, I would. Uh, I love the bad acting. Uh, I love the unnecessary unnecessarily complex backstories for some of these characters and their nicknames um i really like the set design mm -hmm. um i don't know why but i really like it um yeah and <laughs> i say remember it i uh i'm actually thinking of watching the whole thing and maybe doing a youtube video about it oh wow wow well i think you liked it a lot more than i did 
Uh, I mean, I think I just wanted to see some good martial arts, but yes, I know that this is a kid's show, so... But I feel like that's expecting good martial arts from Power Rangers or something Right, like right. I mean, I, you know, I, I mean, I just remember even back then watching it, I thought it was kind of lame. But yeah, the bad acting is is good, and I mean, it's definitely entertaining. I just think it could somehow be better. Did you, well, before you render your verdict, did you know that the creators of the, or, so this company that created the show, it started off, Forkins Entertainment, it started off as Leisure Concepts. They eventually changed their name. Mm -hmm. Leisure Concepts was created or co-founded by Mike Germacane. Do you know who that is? I do not. He is one of the creators of Thundercats. Oh, wow. Uh, him and another guy, Stan Wetson, the creator of freaking G.I. Joe. Wow. <laughs> so they created this company, actually, which I just thought was That like... is interesting. So, yeah, this was going to be like their big kind of cash cow um, after G.I. Joe, I guess. They were just like, oh, we're going to cash in on the Mortal Kombat craze and, you know, make some toys and make some money. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll go with a remember. Yeah, why not? I didn't. Yeah. I, mean, I I didn't hate it. I didn't like love it. I doubt I'm gonna watch any more just because I don't have the I need, time. I, I am genuinely invested in who wins the stupid tournament <laughs> to face Turbo. Yes. Um. So yeah, we'll go ahead and uh, I really wanted to see that stalemate bumper again, but you know what? We're gonna go ahead and remember it. So here we go. In accordance to obscure to now. The most important streaming YouTube podcast in all of the internet. You shall be remembered. Yes. Good show. Good, good show. Yeah, I realize like I can't uh, sign off on Tattoo Teenage Alien Fighters and then not sign off on WMAC Masters. Oh, that's a good point. So, uh, so there we are. Um, Anything else to add before we uh, sign off here, uh, Mr. Velasquez? Uh, no, no. Uh, again, this was a lot more fun than I thought. Uh, you can watch the whole thing on YouTube. Well, I don't know if the whole series is on YouTube, but a lot of the episodes are. And certainly the first episode is. So, yeah, just uh, put in YouTube WMAC Masters and uh, WMAC Masters and it should come up. Right, and if you have any uh, thoughts or comments about our verdict about WMAC Masters, uh, let us know in the comments on YouTube, or you can uh, tweet at us, or Instagram at us, uh, all that stuff. And uh, if you like action and uh, fighting, then I highly suggest uh, you check out the Kickstarter for Escape to Earth number two, uh, which is my yeah. comic book, which is crowdfunding now. Uh, all the way until the end of uh, February 1st. Issue 1 was successfully crowdfunded and delivered on time. Uh, so uh, if that's what you're into, it would uh, definitely um, make me happy and help out the reptilian media family. But uh, Yeah. And by the way, Steve, I did notice that there's like a two-part episode in <gasps> season two. Is there other drugs involved? <laughs> uh, maybe, but uh, I, I mean, it's funny. Like, I noticed that because I just kind of like skimmed through some of the other episodes. And they uh, have lots of other episodes, it seems like, where um, they go offset. Nice. Uh, you know, to other locations. These are probably backstories, I assume. Right. But um, yeah, so I... I don't know, man. Like, I'm, I'm curious about the WMAC universe. It's weird. I, I think watching it, I almost feel, I feel the nostalgia just because of, I think being, uh, you know, working at Universal and then also going and watching TNA so many times. I think that's also kind of like a, uh, a thing, uh, at least for me. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, makes sense. All right. Oh, another thing. Uh, <laughs> If you're one of the people who just uh, listens to us or even watches, and I'm interested to hear what you think about these uh, watch-through episodes. Do you hate them? Do you like them? Let us know. Other than that, yeah. Hey. what's up? No, no, I was, I was saying that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, we'll be back uh, next Sunday as we discuss more obscure media only on Obscurity Now. Uh, see you next Sunday. I'm having a weird, weird day. The name's Adam. Where I'm from, I'm known as the Zero Thief. 
depending on who you ask, some might say I'm the best thief. But believe it or not, even the best screws up every once in a while. And that's what I did, and I had to make a fast getaway. Ended up crash landing in this bizarre planet. Turns out, I didn't get away fast enough. These winged freaks followed me here. It's just us here, Zero Thief, on this empty backwards planet. So start talking, either to me or my blade. Okay, okay, I do have something to tell you. It's about the planet. It's not that empty. Come on, man, I thought you were gonna die. Come on, loose. Cut me loose. Behind you. Whoa! Thought I was done for. It was gonna be a light snack for a snarling creature. But then, she showed up, riding on the back of one of those monsters like it was nothing. And with a wave of her hand, the other razor-toothed beast just stomped away. I'd never seen anyone like her before in my life. I thought I'd say something clever. Thanks, uh, have you seen my ship? She gave me a look that said more than words ever could, because I think she was trying to read my mind or something. And from there, things just got even weirder. Issue 2, crowdfunding now. been enjoying obscurity now a podcast that's recorded live to tape and stream to twitch and youtube subscribe so you never miss an episode or hilarious quip take us with you by following the download links provided in the show notes to wherever you get podcasts and take notice of our various social media links if that's what you're into i'm not here to judge And make sure you join us live next week at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, as we continue to discuss more obscure media only on Obscurity Obscurity Now. Now.